0: MoneyWeb now on the money. The show's brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. Chatting now with uh, Sean Neathling. He is Head of Investments at Morningstar South Africa. Sean, appreciate the early morning. Uh, delistings have been a, a trend on the JSC and delistings listings overweighing uh, new listings. It's seen our own market shrink to some 300 listed stocks. It is a worrying trend. I want to dig into it. It's also a, a global trend. We've seen similar in Europe. We've seen uh, uh, similar in, in, in the UK as well.
1: Good morning, Simon, and good morning to your listeners as well, and thank you for having me on the show. Um, so, yeah, exactly right. I think, you know, the delisting topic has been very topical, um, and it's not something which is especially new. Uh, it's been coming for a number of years. Um, you know, the way that we really look at things is if you look at the market today versus probably twenty, twenty-five years ago, uh, we do see a very different market in terms of structure. If you look at 2000, uh, you know, that was at the height of the South African sort of mining booms. So you had lots of mining companies which dominated the index Um, And if you look at the market today, it's somewhat more differentiated. Um, But what does stand out to us is just the market levels of concentration um, and again, South Africa is not unique in this regard. It's probably one of the most topical, uh, I suppose, issues in global markets at the at the moment. If you look at the U.S., so South Africa is certainly not unique. Um, and also, if you look at the U.K. Um, and Europe, you know, net delistings mm. um, as opposed to new listings coming to the market.
0: And and, and the key thing, and you mentioned it there, it's around that concentration. A lot of these delistings are in the the smaller stocks, which for for institutional investors was never a space that you know a 300 million round stock is 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 not. Not investable just because of its size, but that concentration it makes it harder, and I would wager probably riskier for, for active managers in a more concentrated market.
1: Yes, Simon, I think that's exactly right. I think you know more benchmark cognizant managers, you know, in terms of their mandates that they're running with their clients, would probably invest mostly in the top forty stocks, and those mm. top forty stocks make up approximately eighty-five, you know, percent of of the overall JSE. Um, so you do find a convergence of ideas. Um, you know, across those, uh, let's call it those those top 40 stocks. And what it does mean, though, is that, you know, the delisting trend, if it continues to the extent that it has, there is a potential that it crowds out sort of more active managers um, in terms of their ability to sort of add alpha and outperformance on on behalf of their clients. Uh, But on average, you know, the, the average delisting, if you look at it over the last five years or so, Those companies have largely been sort of small, mid-cap and probably fledgling companies with market Mm. caps, um, which would largely preclude them from, you know, the larger managers allocating capital in size to them. Uh, for the retail institutional mandates
0: that they run, Yeah, and therefore, in, in many cases, I mean, it might have disappeared from a private client portfolio, but a lot of those weren't in the, in the bigger ones. The process then, I suppose, is, is, is for investment managers, is, is understand what this market concentration is going to do and, and how your, your thinking perhaps needs to adjust And because the trend is probably likely to continue. It might speed up, it might slow down at points, but the, the investment philosophy, for want of a phrase, perhaps needs to be tweaked.
1: Yeah, I think so, Simon. I think you know if you look at the past, uh, and you, I suppose, you lean into base rates. Um, it's a useful, I suppose, estimate of what you can expect in the future, particularly if you use a long enough sort of time series. easily. I think, in South Africa, there's, uh, like I mentioned, there's, it's called, it's structural market change, with mm-hmm. the market looking different today versus, say, 2025 20, years ago, um, and then there are also structural changes that affect markets. Uh, so something like, you know, Regulation 28 which allows managers to take more capital offshore. Um, What that does is, you know, it forces managers to potentially look outside the immediate circle of competence, uh, to potentially look at opportunities in offshore markets. So I do think if you look at the, let's call it the mix of assets in South Africa um, today versus even two years ago, um, Um, what you'll find is you probably got to take more of a forward-looking view in terms of what you can expect Uh, I suppose, South African equities to deliver, um, given the current makeup of the market. And then at a portfolio level, you've got to look at once you combine South African equities with global equities, um, what does that actually mean for expected returns and the risk for investors.
0: And it is, and I like that phrase, that circle of, of, of competence. It's, it's kind of almost been squeezed into areas, particularly in the offshore space, which is so, so significantly mm. vaster. Uh, uh, and I suppose knowing what you know, and, and, and importantly, knowing what you don't know and, and how to fill those gaps and what you don't fully know.
1: Yeah, 100%, Simon. Look, at Morningstar, I don't think you know we're in the camp where we think that global exposure, global equities only need to be managed by global managers. We do mm-hmm. think we have some really good stock pickers in South Africa Uh, But that circle of competence particularly speaks to how teams are resourced. Um, And and again, you know, what Mm. depth of the investment and research process is. That is a potential source of outperformance and let's call it alpha for managers that can get it right. Um, But we do think, you know, in South Africa, you do have a universe that's especially cheap at this point in time. Um, And that's really where we look at the listings in terms of more active managers that do potentially have a wider universe. How do you combine, suppose, market beta? Uh, mm. in terms of those very concentrated holdings with, let's call it, those more differentiated positions that sit outside that index um, and then overlay that with your ability to take capital offshore.
0: Yeah, and I take your point. That, that is perhaps the opportunity uh, for that offer. We'll leave it there. Sean Nierthling, Head of Investments, Morningstar, South Africa. Always appreciate the early morning. This show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.